Hi, I'm Dr. Jamil Sayaj. And on this podcast, we're going to talk about some deep stuff. I'm here to tell you that you're amazing. And often, the only person who can't see that is you. No matter who you are, what you do, or where you're from, there's greatness in you. Let's talk about it. Hey everyone, I'm Dr. Jamil Sayaj and welcome to the Transformation Starts Today podcast where I interview leaders, champions, and high performers from all walks of life as they share their stories, the lessons they've learned along the way, and empowering perspectives to help you create an extraordinary life without regret starting today. Today, I'll be interviewing myself. (laughs) I wanted to share and create a special Thanksgiving episode. I'm calling it Five Keys to a Better Thanksgiving and a Better Life. This episode will probably be shorter than my other interviews, but I hope it's just as impactful for you. I want to begin by just sharing the utmost gratitude for you and your support. It's been such a honor, a privilege, and a, a celebration of fun for me to put on this podcast over the last seven to eight months that it's been out. It's crazy to think as I look back, which we'll get into a little bit of kind of what I mean by that. But when I review and reflect on the last seven or eight months and I think, wow, it has been such a honor to make this podcast. And people have been reaching out to me, telling me the impact it's had on their life and different episodes that they really loved and different ideas that just changed the way they lived their life. And that's music to my ears. It's why I do this. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for leaving reviews and for sharing this podcast far and wide. It really means the world to me. Thank you for your support. And so I'd love to dive right in. And so the first key that I have for you to create a better Thanksgiving and a better life is the fastest way to improve all of your relationships. It's real simple. And it's yet, it's one of the things that we often forget. In this physical world, and you know this to be true, but we don't think about it. In this physical world, everything is temporary. Everything is transient. Everything born in time ends in time. And yet so often we live as if we're never going to die. And then like the Dalai Lama says, then we die having never really lived. We live in this procrastination phase of I'll do it later or next time or tomorrow, but then next time later and tomorrow never come. And we just keep saying that on repeat. And before you realize it, years go by, decades go by, and you think, where'd the time go? And so what's the fastest way to improve all of your relationships? Here it is, especially with Thanksgiving right around the corner. And even if you're listening to this after the fact, it still applies. I want you to imagine that the people that are most important to you in your life, maybe it's an intimate partner, maybe it's a parent, maybe it's a child, business partner, whoever it is. I want you to imagine that hypothetically, the next time that you got to see them, that you had 10 minutes with them and that that was the last time you'd ever get to see them. Now, if you knew that you only had 10 minutes to be with them and you couldn't tell them, you couldn't hint at all, you couldn't tell anybody else to tell them, there's no way around it. All you can do is in those 10 minutes, make sure they feel your love, feel your appreciation, feel the respect you have for them. And just this love in your heart that's radiating out of just thank you for being in my life. If that's what you knew that that's what you wanted to do, and then you got to be with them, would those 10 minutes be different than how you normally interact with them, how you normally speak to them, what you normally do with them and for them? For most of us, the answer to that question would be yes. And the reason is because most of us unintentionally, we're taking the people that we love most for granted. We're coming from that space of thinking they're always gonna be there. But each of us has more than likely direct experience of people in our life who from our perspective, 
they passed on too soon. You know, we thought they'd be here longer. And every single day, 150,000 people statistically don't wake up. You're listening right now. You weren't one of them. There's some people that you're going to get to spend Thanksgiving with. Or there's some people that are in your life, regardless of when you're listening to this in the year, that they're here right now, but there will come a day where they won't be here. And from that space, if you keep that front of mind, it's not about being dark or pessimistic or gloomy. It's about this like practical optimism. I'm going to recognize they're here now. I want to make sure they feel my love. One of the one of the top five regrets of the dying is I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. You know, very often we think, oh, I'm not good at that. You'll get better at it the more you do it. But again, if you only had 10 minutes, how would you speak to them? What would you do with them? And when you realize that, wow, it would be different, start living from that space. Because if I gave you a guarantee that you had 10 minutes with them, that's better than you have right now because you don't have any guarantee right now. I'm recording this right now on a Monday night. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. This will get released on a Tuesday. You know, God forbid something happens and they pass on Wednesday. There you were thinking, I'm going to wait till Thursday. Like, start now. Like, you never know when somebody's time is going to come. So if this was their last Thanksgiving with you, how would you treat them? Would you allow old grudges and pent-up emotions and all these things that are unforgiven to just be there looming, negatively impacting the interaction? Or would that all go to the side or even go in the garbage? Because you realize it's, it's not worth it. It doesn't matter. This is... A relationship that's important to me and I'm not going to allow something that petty get in the way of connecting with you because this might be the last time I see you. I have found this to be like a big reset for people and it's uncomfortable. I want to give you some acknowledgement and courage if you're willing to go there with me. It's uncomfortable for many people to even ponder death, especially the death of the people they care about. But when you sit in that space, you lose the fear of it because every day you realize it's not just about the quantity. How many days do I get with you? How many years do I get with you? It's about the quality. What is the depth that we go to when we are together? Because I promise you, there's people who have decades of time together, but there's not a lot of depth. There's not a lot of love. There's not a lot of experience. And there's not a lot of memories. And there's people that only saw each other once. And it was the most beautiful interaction. Every interaction could be the last one. Treat it that way. Give it that love. Give it that presence. Give it that attention. Everything can change for you. That is the first way. Have a better Thanksgiving and have a better life. The second tip, check in to remember how far you've come. I often acknowledge my clients, not acknowledge, I um, recommend rather, that they always check in with themselves, whether it's weekly, you know, daily, monthly, yearly, and recognize what you might call the quote unquote small victories. Recognize how far you've come. Wherever you were a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, maybe you had a whole different life. Maybe you started a business and back then you had a job somewhere. Maybe, you know, whatever your situation was, you weren't in a relationship. Now you are. You were stuck in a certain spot in your life and now you finally broke through it. Whatever it is, you are not the same person that you were 10 years ago. And you also aren't the same person you were 10 seconds ago where our bodies are constantly turning over. We're constantly shifting. But from that headspace, recognize what we call those small victories. But keep this in mind, too. There's really no such thing because what you call a big victory, it's really just a series of victories that you're seeing as one thing. But so much went into that ending pivotal moment when you called it. It's done. I got it. So celebrate along the way. I make this distinction with my clients, this idea that you can go after what you want in order to get happy or you can go after what you want happily. And if you go after what you want in order to be happy, you create this unnecessary condition. 
And the condition is once A, B, and C happens, then I'll feel happy. Then I'll feel, excuse me, successful. Then I'll feel whatever, insert the word is that you want to experience. But you're creating this artificial barrier. I won't allow myself to feel happy now. I can't feel happy because the condition hasn't been met. I don't have that money or whatever it is, the job status, the material thing, whatever it is, I'm not there yet. And because I'm not there yet, think I like making this metaphorical A to Z. A is where I am now and Z is the goal. And if my perspective is I'll be happy when I get to Z, then all along the way, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. That does a couple things. First, I'm probably not that fun to be around <laughs> if that's where I'm coming from. And you might have people in your life that seem to radiate that attitude. And you probably, if you're honest with yourself, you don't enjoy being around them when they're in that headspace. And maybe you do that from time to time. And if we come from that space, we realize not only other people don't want to be around us, but we're prob probably going to get fairly discouraged along the way because you can only tell yourself, I'm not there yet that many times before you realize, is this really worth it? What's the point? And we get discouraged. And courage is Latin for cur, which is heart. So when you're discouraged, you're disheartened. And then you give in because you're like, what's the point of continuing? But the opposite perspective, I'm going to do what I do happily. Now you're coming from the space of, falling in love with the process. So you go A to Z and Z is where you quote unquote want to end up. But every day when you're at C, you're happy that you're not at B anymore. And then when you're at E, you're like, wow, look at all this progress that I've made. That to me is such a, um, a more likely way of living that creates enjoyment, pride of your progress thus far. And you're just grateful for your journey. So I, I strongly encourage you, take a moment, slow down, celebrate, how far you've come, celebrate your growth. Maybe it's not as far as you would like. That's fine. Acknowledge it. You're not going to stay here. You're going to keep doing it. You'll keep working. You'll keep getting further along, but recognize how far you've come and then know that you have the power to change that today. The third tip I call be here now. There's this perspective that we often come up with of, I can't wait to get there. And we think that there is better than here. When in reality, there isn't better than here, there is just different. What would happen if you slowed down? And this, this pairs with the all five of these tips are going to go together. But this first one that I shared with you about what if this was the last time, the last Thanksgiving with this person in that same way, when you slow down and you be here now and you recognize while I'm here, let me fully take in what's already here. And when we when we realize that, we remember I need to slow down to speed up because so often there's an expression when you're going, doesn't matter how fast you're going, if you're going in the wrong direction, you know, it doesn't matter how fast you are, you're getting further away from where you want to go. So you slow down, you reevaluate and you check in. Is this really what I want? You know, you have permission to give to yourself to change your mind. Maybe there's a path that you're on that you set yourself on six months ago, a year ago, 10 years ago, you've been working towards it, but do you still want that? And if the answer is no, why are you still doing it? And it's probably because you haven't checked in. You haven't slowed down to reevaluate. There's that Stephen Covey quote from the seven habits of highly effective people. One of the worst things that could happen is you climb the ladder of success to realize at the top of the ladder that the ladder is against the wrong wall. And we don't want you to spend your precious life doing something that's not leading you to where you want to be. And ideally, when you slow down to speed up, you can enjoy this moment to the fullest, which is something that we're going to get to momentarily. So it's be here now, reevaluate with yourself. There is so much beauty all around each of us. And yet so often we're oblivious to it. I remember speaking with a client of mine years ago 
And he had told me on the call, you know, I really want to enhance my spirituality. I want to enhance my, enhance my connection to just you know everything around me. And the whole time, and he added a bunch more things, but the whole time he was sharing that, he was outside and there was, he's on a patio and there was this beautiful bird. I could hear it singing a song in the background and he was speaking for a while and the, the background looked gorgeous. And after he finished, I just asked him, did you hear that bird singing the whole time you were speaking and before we even started? And he told me, what bird? And I said, well, just, just be quiet and listen. And then this bird is just, it's a, it's a free, you know, concert basically by nature. This bird singing, the wind chimes, other birds start joining in and you realize, wow, he starts laughing. He's like, that's really nice. And that's really beautiful, but that's always there. Or you walk outside and maybe, you know, it's sunny and the sun hits your skin and it, and it warms your body. And there's obviously so many health benefits to that as well, but we don't think about it. You know, you walk outside and it's raining again. What if this was the last time? you'd ever experience the rain. Would you walk through it as if it was like the biggest hindrance or would you walk through it like this? I could have fun with this. This, this, this. It might be pretty cool. You know, if it was your last day alive, what would be different? What version of you would you bring to the moment? I hope you're seeing the theme here that so much of it is we are desiring to get somewhere else and we're missing what's right in front of our face. There's certain people right in front of our face. There's certain opportunities right here. And there's certain things that we have that we have accumulated over the years that they're so meaningful to us. And in a way we kind of forget what we have because where we're headed in our mind is so important. And that doesn't mean don't want more. It doesn't mean go after what you want any less, but remember where you are. And that's leading us into number four, which is remember what you do have. You know, there's a movie that I really love that I watched all the time when I was a kid, it's called Bruce Almighty. And maybe you've seen it and it's with Jim Carrey and Morgan Freeman and many other people. And in that movie, Morgan Freeman plays God and Jim Carrey basically steps into the role of God because he thinks he'll do a better job. And Morgan Freeman, for the most part in the movie, kind of takes this back seat, letting Jim Carrey kind of figure things out. And at the end, Jim Carrey is really overwhelmed and he's not doing so hot with it. And he sees Morgan Freeman at the end of the movie and Morgan Freeman is a janitor and he's cleaning up this room and he's talking to Jim and he, and he has a couple quotes here that I thought were really beautiful. He says, first, it's a beautiful thing. No matter how filthy something gets, you can always clean it right up. And I share that because some of you maybe have some anger or a grudge or resentment towards somebody that you do really care about. And maybe you might let that get in the way of you connecting with them this Thanksgiving or just reconnecting with them in your life in general. Or maybe you were about to bring that into your next interaction with them. When again, if you applied the first principle from today and it was your last time you were going to see them, you probably would have just let it go and forgiven them because it's not worth bringing it up. It's a waste of time. And just realizing that no matter how filthy something gets, you can always clean it right up. Now that doesn't mean it's going to be instantaneous. It might take some time. You might need to start to remend that relationship, rebuild that trust, whatever it is that you got to do, but you can always start today. You can always begin. And this second quote where he says, so Jim Carrey is basically at the end of the movie, Morgan Freeman starts climbing up this ladder and it's metaphorical. Like he's going to heaven. And so the, the tile on the ceiling that he moves is a bright light. And you probably have seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. He's climbing up the ladder and Jim Carrey goes, wait, what if I need you? What if I have questions? And uh, Morgan Freeman says, that's the problem, son. That's everybody's problem. You keep looking up. People want me to do everything for them. And what they don't realize is they have the power. 
where are you giving your power away? Where are you not recognizing the next quote that he talks about, which is this idea of, if you want to see a miracle, be the miracle. Be the change you want to see in the world. That's a Gandhi quote. I think Jesus said it too. He's coming from that space of be that shift that you want to see in others. Whatever you want, you give it away. Especially during this Thanksgiving time, you know, give love, give friendship, give money, give whatever you can, give support, give encouragement, give a compliment, but come from that space of give what you want to receive and it comes back. Don't, not my recommendation, don't give it for that reason because then you're giving from a trading mindset. And if it doesn't come back the way you'd like it to, you typically get frustrated, but give it out of the goodness of your heart because you just want to give. You just want to help other people. You want to see other people smile. You want to see them light up and recognize that it comes back but it doesn't always come back from the person you gave it to. And so that's a big thing too. Just It's almost like a boomerang. You throw the boomerang in one area of your life and it wraps around and eventually it comes back to you in maybe a different area of your life and always be open to that too. There's a story that I'd love to share with you. When I was a medical student in Arizona, I remember, I think it was uh, probably my third or fourth year, but regardless of what year it was, I remember walking outside to just go for a walk every evening. I, was, I had this kind of apartment complex. It was like a gated community. And I'd just go for a walk around the complex every night. And one night I step out. And as I walk to get to that kind of walkway where the driveway is around the complex, I have to walk past the, uh, the you know, the garbage cans and the, uh, the dumpster. And there was this guy who looked like he was like kind of going through the dumpster. And at first when I walked by, I didn't think anything of it. And then I thought, oh, he was probably just throwing his garbage away. And so I do a loop. And then I get around the second time. And on the second time, you know, he's still there, but he's just standing there. And, you know, there was like a feeling that came up in me of, okay, I don't know who this is, um, but okay, you know, and I walked by and it was fine. Third time I walked by, he's not there anymore. And on that third time, I had this thought of, wow, I wonder who that guy is, you know, it looked like he was actually searching through the dumpster. Maybe he was looking for food. Maybe he was looking for anything he can get his hands on. And, you know, maybe I could help, maybe I could support. And so I told myself, you know, on my next go around, because I typically go several laps, I'm going to check in with him. I'm just going to say, hi, I'm going to see if I can do anything for him. And I just remember coming through that next lap and he wasn't there. And I still did that lap and I was like, oh, all right, I guess he left. So and then I come back around and I'm, I'm going to be done. Like I'm going to go to bed and I stop and I think, you know, I'm going to give it one more lap because I might run into him. And along that thought process, when I was on my walk, I thought to myself, I had a whole like story that I made up in my head. It was, I'm going to talk to this guy. He's going to tell me his name is Anthony. I don't know why Anthony came up. It just popped into my mind. And he's going to tell me about his wife and family maybe, and what he's up to. And then we'll have a great conversation and I can help him out. And so now I round the corner, he's not there. I decide to do one more lap, like I said. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, I think I'll run into him. And then there he was and I ran into him and I he's laying on the floor and it looked like he was, you know, afraid. It looked like he was very in like a vulnerable situation. And I approached him and he seemed scared and he gave me this look as if it was like kind of terrified, but also open. And I started talking to him and I asked him what his name was. And he says his name was Anthony. And right when he said that, I got just shivers down my whole spine. And we started talking. And he asked me if I had any food that I could offer him or any water. And so I said, I'll be right back. And I went to my apartment. 
And what I what I saw after the fact was he probably thought that I wasn't going to come back. He's probably experienced that multiple times. And I, you know, I grabbed a plastic, like a paper or plastic, whatever it was, shopping bag and loaded it up with whatever I had, different fruit, different food, and then some water. And I brought it out to him and I remember giving it to him and he was just so grateful. And he had the biggest smile on his face, as did I. I just felt in the moment so right to just give to somebody, nothing expected in return. Somebody else is just down on their luck. Somebody else is going through a hard time in their life, a hard chapter. I'd rather be part of the solution than part of the problem. And in that same way, you can do that too. And then when I gave it to him, I remember he said, he shook my hand and he said, it must feel pretty good for you to give this. And I said, yeah, it does. But that's not why I gave it. And we talked a little bit longer and I just told him, you know, enjoy your night and stay safe. And I remember walking away and going up the staircase to get to my apartment. And I was able to look from the corner of the staircase and I saw him with the biggest smile on his face, eating the food and drinking the water. When before, when I saw him, he looked like he was, you know, half asleep, terrified, all these different things. And so all that to say, be the change you want to see in the world. Leave everybody that you meet better as a result of having spent time with you, however long or however brief that might have been. Who can you do that for right now in your life? Maybe it's just a stranger that you don't know. Excuse me. Or maybe it's someone right in your life. Maybe it's a child. Maybe it's a spouse. Maybe it's a parent. They maybe you just haven't given the time and the attention that you would have liked to have given. And the final, the fifth tip for today, the fifth key is today is a new day. Every day, brand new. And yet so many of us, we live our life creating it from the past. There's two ways to create the future. You can create the future from the future or you can create it from the past. And when you create the future from the past, you're saying, this is the way that my life has been up until this point. This is how I've shown up. This is what I've been capable of. This is what other people told me I'm capable of and who other people told me I am. And we live into that and we project it out into the future. And we say, well, this is the way things have always been, probably how they're going to keep going. And by living into that future it becomes that self-fulfilling prophecy where your tomorrow isn't that different than your yesterday. And life doesn't really change for you too much. If anything, it might even seem like it gets worse. But the second option is you can create the future from the future. And how you do that is you decide, who do you want to be going forward? And think about all the roles that you play. Husband, wife, father, mother, son, daughter, friend, leader in different respects, whatever, coworker, whatever it is that you do, you think about that and you say, how would that best version of me in the future show up in this role? How would he or she talk to people? How would you treat them? What would you do? How would you respond to challenge and hardship? How would you speak to yourself? And you kind of see it in your mind's eye and you go, okay, wow, that's how this version of me would handle it. And then when you realize that the fact that you know that, that means you already know the recipe. You already are that. You just haven't chosen to step into it as fully as you just did in that moment in that mental exercise. So you can ask yourself, who do I want to be remembered for? On my last day on this earth, when I leave this planet, what do I want to be remembered for? How do I want the people in my life to have been impacted as a result of knowing me? And when you can get clear on what that is and you say, today is a new day, it doesn't matter who I was yesterday, how I acted yesterday. I can be completely different right now. And I'm only one thought and one action away from a completely different future. And you've seen that already in your life at various points, even if you were not conscious of it, not intentional about it, you did something that changed everything. 
Maybe you moved, maybe you got married, you chose to go to a certain school, you decided to have a kid, whatever you did, you made an investment that paid off or it didn't. <laughs> you made a big, you made a decision that had a big consequence. You're always one thought and one action away from a completely different life. And so again, decide what would make future you proud and then go do that. So to, to recap these five keys today for a better Thanksgiving and for a better future. Number one, the fastest way to improve all of your relationships Play with the idea. Imagine this was the last time. This was the last interaction. How would it be different? How would you speak to them? How would you treat them? And realize that you'd bring so much more love and heart and presence and all these other, other wonderful things than you normally do. And maybe you normally do it, but not as often as you would like to. Everything can change for you. Number two, check in to remember how far you've come. It's great that you want more, but review, have gratitude for your process so far. I look at my own life, I look at my business and I think, wow, month by month, week by week, year by year, I track everything, all the different numbers. And I see, wow, the life I have now, the business I have now was a dream last year, let alone eight or 10 years ago where I hoped for this, but I wasn't even sure if it was possible. It's amazing what happens when you track what you want to accomplish and you consistently check in with it and you take the necessary action to move it forward everything can change so quickly for you. And when you can slow down and look back and say, wow, I am way further along than I gave myself credit for, then using that alphabet metaphor, A is where you started, Z is where you hope to end up, but there you are at P. And at P, you can sit there and say, wow, I'm at P. P was the dream when I was at A. At A, I was telling myself, I'll give anything to be at P. And here I am. And here I am complaining about the fact that I'm not at Z yet. Slow down and be here now and remember how far you've come. Number three, again, be here now. We just said that. Slow down, reevaluate, and check in. Is where I'm headed still where I want to go? Or is it what the old me wanted and the present me has just kind of been going along with it because I haven't questioned if it's still where my future is going to be based on my own choice? Number four, remember what you do have. I shared that Morgan Freeman, Jim Carrey story from Bruce Almighty. Be the miracle. If you want to see one, be it. Whatever you want most, give it away. You want to be, you want a friend, be a friend. You want love, give love. Whatever you want most, give it away. And you show yourself that you already have it because you can't give what you don't have. And number five, today is a new day. Get clear on who do I want to be and create your future from the future by really visualizing or writing down how would that version of you be and show up in each area of life and all the roles that you play and start choosing to be that right now. I hope these five keys serve you. I know they will. They've completely transformed my life as well as my clients. If I can be of service to you, if you're going through something in your world right now, if you're getting ready to launch the new year, you got some big goals and dreams you want to accomplish. The way I like to think about it is let's get it done in 10 months instead of 10 years. Let's compress that time and get you where you want to be faster than you thought possible. And we can have a conversation. You can book that on my website, jamilsayage.com. You can tune into other podcasts as well, of course. And just wishing you and your loved ones a amazing Thanksgiving. Thank you so much again for all of your support, all of your beautiful messages and love. Please know that it is reciprocated. I love each and every one of you. And I wish the absolute best for you and your family. Take care. Wishing you the best. Thank you for being with us today. If this conversation served you, it would mean a lot if you left a review and shared this with anyone who may benefit. An extraordinary life without regret is available to you now. Choose it. It's your time.